This podcast is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton. But I think this is very interesting, though, because it there are the, the tribe thing is real, right? Yeah. And the and the brands become associated with the tribes. It's just that simple, right, Nordy? Right, right. And, and I think the more that you just allow people to do things with you. So some of the other tools that we talk about are co-creation and gaming. Mm-hmm. So, you know, co-creation is like when you can make your own shoes, when you can when you can be part of how something happens, that kind of gives you a feeling of being, being in there. Um, you know, the other thing, just kind of going back to Starbucks for a second, is they have this little page on their site called What's Your Starbucks Idea? And they've brought 277 consumer ideas to life out of 150,000 ideas since mm-hmm. the Well, that's pretty interesting. Um, you know, like, you know, just the splash sticks, the cake pops, the pumpkin spice latte, all that stuff is all consumer generated. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. people feel like they're part of it. Um, we, have, we have a client, uh, Sapporo, and in Japan, they developed a new product called the Sapporo 100. And what it was was 100 consumers got together to, to come up with a taste profile. Oh, wow. So what do they get? A hundred people talking about, hey, I came up with a new beer. Mm-hmm. Um, so just the context of letting people play with you is a big piece of it. And talk, think, talk a little bit about what you yeah. mean by gaming, because I've become interested in that whole notion. That's a really big, 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 big business, the whole gaming industry and the whole concept. I was talking to somebody in San Francisco, and they, you know, people think about how much time you engage on your phone on games. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, it really is a big thing. Now, you're talking about it with uh, developing gaming around brand concepts, right? Right. So, you know, who who did it well is Chipotle did it. They they did a couple of different games. They did one called Guac Hunter, another called uh, hmm. called Cotto Crusher. Mm-hmm. And basically, these are simple little games that you play on your phone. There's no download. There's no app. And everything sort of outputs a coupon, but allows people to play and, and have fun. We found, like, around eight minutes in the kinds of games that we've been developing for clients that people will spend play in the game, which is a lot longer. Wow, than that's a really long time. And so what happens when they do it? They feel part of the brand or mm-hmm. the brand messaging subliminally enters into it's, their it's brain? It's an ownership or thing, what right, happens Barbara? There? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think you have to work too hard. I think that once people start having fun with you, they <laughs> right. don't care. It's that simple, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have a caller here, Mike. Mike from Michigan. Hello. Have you have? have you, how are you doing? Uh, Mike from from Massachusetts. I'm oh, Massachusetts! Right Sorry, there you go. But, both uh, very cold places. Right <laughs> yes, very. <laughs> um, I picked up on what you know, your uh, your guest said about uh, naming it after uh, after nail polishes because uh, we make wine jellies with the, the wines we make, and we make uh, uh, we we had one called High Maintenance at one point. <laughs> we, to, we we make a jelly uh, that tastes like apple pie filling from one of our wines, and we call it What a Pair. Interesting. Uh, we have one called Bad, Bad News. You know, we're Boston based here, so we have one called Wicked Pissa. Um, we have a, a, and we have um, we have a uh, a jelly that's all cranberry, and uh, we call it our Yes 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 jelly. So we call it Crangasm. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! And do you get good responses from your consumers with these names? Oh, people, people say, "How do you, how do you name these things?" And uh, we, we work with our customers on it when we mm-hmm. do wine tasting with them, and mm-hmm. uh, and it just, um, and they try the wine jellies, and they, they come up with some of them. And some of our best ideas come from our customers too. So it's a, it's a lot, it's a lot of fun. It's, you know, it's a co-creation, and uh, and they get to see them too. We also sponsor. Um, uh, we have a wine jelly that goes to uh, 
that we make called uh, Mango Tango, and we donate all the proceeds to ALS. Oh, that's nice. very, very cool. A little bit nice. of social yeah. impact. That's very yeah. cool stuff, Mike. Appreciate you. Nordy, I think going back to your point about co-creation is huge, though, which is this idea that if if you can get consumers involved in the process, then what you're essentially doing is very simple. You're, make, you're allowing them to have fun, like Barbara's saying, in this sort of gamified sort of uh, process, but you're also allowing them to have kind of like an imprint of the brand directly being experienced and memorialized into their identity. And so it's a very powerful tool to kind of create this connection that you've been talking about, right? Right. And, you know, one of the things that we got out of the first the first book was that we asked consumers, do you market yourself on social media? And 25% said yes. Hmm. And um, that was, I mean, most people wouldn't even admit that they do that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we had 25% say yes. Yeah, now you're being told to do it. I see all these news articles about people saying how to make your social media identity more salient, more effective. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like you're not a person if you have no social media identity. That's right. You better have a virtual presence out there, some kind of digital footprint, right? Absolutely. So you have to pull back and say, okay, guess what? We are marketers marketing to marketers. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they are very good at analytics. They know how many people liked it. They know how many people re, you know, retweeted it, et cetera. So that means that we have to give them some really good ideas that they can then tell their friends that they were part of. So do you um, think this uh, the, uh, everything you're talking about and what our caller called in, this co-creation, all this, applies to all product categories? Or do you think it really is about some special kind of categories that are really more identity-forming? This is going back to my idea about, like, financial services or something like that. Do you think those ideas will work in that kind of category? Hmm. Or AT&T, like you mentioned, you got nobody <laughs> mentioning the phone companies. Well, I, I have a different theory on that. But in the context of, of um, you know, I think you could always ask questions. And you can always get opinions, and you can always sort of incorporate and tell people you're listening to them. I don't, I don't think it matters what kind of business you have. Just ask them how you're doing. Mm. That's have have good any advice. kind of conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, my theory on the phone thing is is that I've never been to a phone store that it didn't feel like I was at like the post office or mm-hmm. something. Oh, really? We have some beautiful new phone stores. You see that new Verizon store on mm-hmm. Walnut Street? It's a mm-hmm. beautiful store. It's beautiful a lot on these... the inside, but I think his point is that you know when you walk in. Like, what do you kind of to your point, Barbara, about what you talk about in the book? It's like, what are you doing in there that's going to create something that sort of breaks expectations about, okay, well, this is a place that's, although it's beautiful, they're just going to come up and try to sell me phones. Right? No, I guess. Although they have a lot yeah. of different electronic stuff in there now. Yeah, it's a lot of shiny objects. Yeah, but, so lot, yeah. that's step one. And then yeah, step two yeah. might be, you there know, a lot of shiny <laughs> objects. Exactly. Yeah, yeah interesting. Don't make me feel bad about it. So, <laughs> the last thing that I would tell you guys is that the, the third step in the process after pass the, after, you know, sort of, ignite the fire, feel the flame, is pass the torch. Mm-hmm. And that, the context is, then you start creating, like, brand ambassadors, and what do you have to do to sort of give people really the ability to become one of you and, and push it out there? And there's a lot of different people that have done that for years in terms of saying, you're an official ambassador, or how do you sort of magnify what consumers are saying, make them part of it? Um, and, you know, J. Crew did a thing last year where they did a program called Cast Me Crew, mm. um, and they let their consumers sort of participate in an Instagram promotion by saying, send us your picture of you doing what, what we're doing. Well, how simple is that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's the kind of thing that to us makes the most sense is to continue to do that. And I think the thing that we were, we were just getting most tickled by was at the end, we started looking at family, we call it family ties. And the idea was like, what happens when you start letting people have like their wedding at your location? Mm-hmm. So Barbara, I know you've done a lot of stuff about retail, but there's like grocers that are like, 
people are going to the grocery store and they're putting the groom in a basket and the bride's pushing them saying, and that's our wedding announcement. Oh, my God. <laughs> or, they're, or they're getting, they're, they're doing an uh, official marriage photo at Target. Mm-hmm. Wow. Or, or they're taking their high school photo at Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Wow. And sort of the, you know, the sort of icing on the cake is, is Taco Bell opened up a store in, in uh, Las Vegas where they turned it into a wedding chapel. Oh my God! So if you if you go on if you Google it and look at it for five hundred dollars you can get married in Taco Bell you get like a twelve pack of tacos. <laughs> wow! Um, you can have photographs of it. You know you get like Mr. and Mrs. Napkins, <laughs> Taco Bell. Well, that's incredible. And, and it, it does take four hours notice. So if you just, four if you get hours there, just want to let you know there is a four hour. Wow, that's it. So do you think there's any downside? I mean, I was thinking about like Lululemon has brand ambassadors. They have yoga teachers that they put their photos up on the wall in certain but these people are certified yoga teachers you know that they want as their Lululemon ambassadors do you think there's a downside to a brand like if somebody comes in and is showing off the brand it's not really the image you want for the brand like for example I know Burberry had that problem Um, sometimes some of these luxury brands are being worn by people that they don't think are necessarily the aspirational customer that's right what do you think about that is that a problem yeah, I just kind of feel like you have to go with it. You have to go with the flow of who who's out there and who's pushing your stuff. And I think you have to have the right tonality. You know, I mean, uh, Cholula Hot Sauce has a, a, a group. They're, they're called Cholulians. So you could be an official Cholulian. Huh. You know, at some point you don't go, oh, well, you know, come on. Are you really a Cholulian? And it's kind of like <laughs> just what you do, you know. It's like you, you have a way of branding yourself. Yeah, I think that's right. really kind of the, the, uh, the end all. Game. And that's pretty interesting. So all of these ideas are in your new book? Yes, yes. Very interesting. Well, that is really cool. Thank you, Nordy Cohn. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. Yeah, well, thank you, guys. I, I'm big fans of both of you, and I'm happy to, to participate. So thanks again. Thank, thank you very much. And his new book is called Join the Brand, Building Loyal Communities and the Need for Belonging. For more insight from Business Radio, please visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu. 